welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Rhyme. It is 11.17 in the evening, and I'm going to be going to bed soon. You can probably tell by the sound of my voice. It's that nighttime voice. It's a little deeper, a little smoother. Got my smooth beats playing in the back. Man, it's been a long day. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Got up early, drove all day. Just finished about an hour and a half ago. Man. Man, it's a long day. And I got to be up early tomorrow. So, another long day. It's the song that never ends. Keeps going on and on, my friends. All right, anyway. All right, so it's going to go right into it. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 4. We're going to talk in Deuteronomy 3. We talked about the transfer of leadership from Moses to Joshua because Moses could not enter the promised land, but Joshua could. So he was appointed the new leader. Uh, But before we read that, we're going to read Proverbs. Chapter 20, as promised, as I said in the last episode, but we're not going to read the entire thing. We're just going to read. I might need to turn the music up just a little bit, just a little bit. I don't know if it's picking it up on the podcast. Here we go. Probably picking it up on the video, but not on the podcast. Audio. Let's see here. Where do we want to start? Okay, we'll just do verse 5. Man, the whole thing is good. You know what? It's going to read the whole thing. We're just going to kind of pray as we go through it. Wine is a mocker. Beer is a brawler. Whoever goes astray because of them is not wise. A king's terrible wrath is like the roaring of a lion. Anyone, anyone who provokes him endangers himself. Honor belongs to the person who ends a dispute, but any fool can get himself into a quarrel. The slacker does not plow during planting season. At harvest time, he looks and there is nothing. Yes, Lord, help us to plow during planting season so that we can reap a harvest during harvest time. Whether that's um, seeds that we have planted in people's lives to come into the kingdom of God or seeds that we planted in loving our children so that they grow up and don't veer completely off the path of following you, Lord, whether that's seeds in loving a spouse so that, uh, yeah, y'all can make it to 50 years of marriage and beyond or what else? Seeds of... Um, waiting patiently for a spouse not um sleeping around and looking at inappropriate things on the internet constantly um so that yeah when it is time for you to be with that spouse you'll your only desire will be for them you'll be turned on by them not by the images that you've seen online or whatever kink you might get into (laughs) all right i'm done you get the point. All right. So what else? Counsel in a person's heart is deep water, but a person of understanding draws it out. Yes, Lord, help us to um, receive counsel. 
and also be people of understanding so we can actually draw out that counsel when we need it most. Turn this up just a little bit. I think I got to turn up. There you go. Now it's up. All right. What else? Verse six, many a person proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy person? Yes, Lord, help us to have trustworthy people in our lives. Help us to attract trustworthy people. Help us to be trustworthy people ourselves. Uh, a righteous person acts with integrity. His children will, who come after him will be happy. Yes, Lord, help us. We know we're only righteous through your son, Jesus. Help us to live with integrity and for our children to be happy coming after them. To When people talk about us as their parent, their father, their mother, people will have nothing but good things to say about us. And our kids will be proud to say that they're one of our children. Just as I'm proud to say my dad is my dad. A king sitting on a throne to judge separates out an evil with his, separates out all evil with his eyes. Yes, so we thank you, Lord, that you're the one who separates out evil. We don't have to be the ones who separate separate out evil. You do it already. That's your job. Who can say I have kept my heart pure? I am cleansed from my sin. Really, nobody can. Only you, Jesus. Verse 10. Deferring waits. This is Proverbs 20, by the way. Now we're on verse 10. Deferring waits in varying measures. Both are detestable to the Lord. Yes, Lord, help us to be honest in our dealings with money and just anything, just have integrity in our business. Um, even a young man is known by his actions, by whether his behavior is pure and upright. My mother-in-law used to say that a lot, apparently to her kids. Um, my former mother-in-law, she used to say, um, A child is known by his doings. Even a child is known by their doings. So their kids can know, hey, especially at the age of accountability. Yeah, God sees it all. All right. Verse 12. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord made them both. Don't love sleep or you will become poor. Open your eyes and you'll have enough to eat. Yes, Lord, help us to not be lazy. It's worthless. It's worthless, the buyer says. But after he is on his way, he gloats. <laughs> there is gold in a multitude of jewels, but knowledge knowledgeable lips are a rare treasure. Yes, Lord, help us to have knowledgeable lips because it's a rare treasure. Take his garment, for he has put up security for a stranger. Get collateral if it is for foreigners. Food gained by fraud is sweet to a person, but afterward his mouth is full of gravel. That goes for anything using fraud, fraudulent tactics to make money or to gain anything. It's good when you first, it's good while, you, while you're doing it and going down, but afterward, it's hell to pay. Trust me, I have examples. All right, finalize, turn, turn it down just a little bit. Finalize plans with counsel and wage war with sound guidance. Yes, Lord, help us to listen to counsel once again and to seek sound guidance and understand sound guidance guidance and use it properly verse 19 the one who reveals secrets is a constant gossip avoid someone with a big mouth <laughs> lord i'm struggling with this big time I need to highlight that 
<sighs> yeah, I struggle with that a lot. Anyway, all right, keep going. All right, whoever curses his father, yeah, Lord, help us, help us. Those of us who have big mouths and constantly have to reveal secrets and are drawn to gossip, help us to control our mouths and turn our tongues to speak life and not death. Whoever curses his father or mother, his lamp will go out in deep darkness. An inheritance gained prematurely would not be blessed ultimately. Don't say, I will avenge the evil, this evil. Wait on the Lord and he will rescue you. Yes, Lord, I thank you that you are our avenger, that you rescue us. We don't have to take matters into our own hands, only what you lead us to do. Uh, deferring weights are detestable to the Lord and dishonest scales are unfair. Well, I said that twice. Where did I just see that? Oh, yeah. Verse 10. And then it says it. Verse 23. Even a courageous person's steps are determined by the Lord. So how can anyone understand his own way? Thank you, Lord. You order our steps. It is a trap for anyone to dedicate something rashly and later to reconsider his vows. A wise king separates out the wicked and drives the threshing wheel over them. The Lord's lamp sheds light on a person's life, searching the innermost parts. Thank you, Lord. You search our innermost parts. Loyalty and faithfulness guard a king. Through loyalty, he maintains his throne. The glory of young men is their strength, and the splendor of old men is gray hair. I meant to send that to my brother because he said he has some gray hairs recently. I got a couple, but they won't show until my hair grows out. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. Lashes and wounds purge away evil, and beatings cleanse the innermost parts. Lord, don't I pray that you don't have to use any more spiritual beatings for me to have my innermost parts cleansed. But the cool thing about that scripture, Lord, is uh, you said by your stripes we are healed. So all the lashes and the beatings you took before you even got on the cross. Um, that's why our sin is purged away. Um, we're cleansed because of that. So thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for this proverb 20. Pray as we go into Deuteronomy that you'll speak to us clearly. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. So ooh, this is a lot of verses. Anyway, let's, let's get to it. See if we can knock this out in 30 minutes. You already used 10 minutes. Now, Israel, listen. Now, Israel, listen to the statutes and ordinance or statutes and ordinances. I am teaching you to follow so that you may live, enter and take possession of the land. The Lord, the God of your fathers is giving you. You must not add any, anything to what I command you or take anything away from it so that you may keep the command to the Lord. Your God, I'm giving you your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor. For the Lord your God destroyed every one of you who followed Baal of Peor. But you who have remained faithful, remember Baal is just an idol, another God. Uh, let's see here. But you who have remained faithful to the Lord your God are all alive today. Laptop is giving me a signal. Sorry. Close it out. Let's see here. Look, verse five. Look, I have taught you statutes, taught you statutes and ordinances as the Lord my God has commanded me so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to possess. Carefully follow them, for this will show your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the peoples. 
when they hear about all these statutes, they will say, this great nation is indeed a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God near to it as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call to him? And what great nation has righteous statutes and ordinances like this entire law set before you today? Only be on your guard and diligently watch yourselves so that you don't forget the things your eyes have seen and so that you don't slip from your mind as long as you live. Real quick, I have a note in here. I just wrote America is such a nation, like very few nations in the world really embrace Christianity, God, Jesus, um, the way we do here. We have a church on like every corner. Now, even though things have changed a lot, still we're one of the most Christian nations in the entire world. And as soon as the United States can, as the United States continues to either embrace God or reject God, that's the way our nation's going to go. So it can either go positively or negatively. So. It's like that scripture that says, I set before you life and death. Choose life. Anyway, only verse nine, only be on your guard and diligently watch yourselves so that you don't forget the things your eyes have seen and so that they don't slip from your mind as long as you live. Teach them to your children and your grandchildren. The day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, the Lord said to me, assemble the people before me and I will let them hear my word so that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth and may instruct their children. You came near and stood at the base of the mountain, a mountain blazing with fire into the heavens and enveloped in a totally black cloud. Then the Lord spoke to you from the fire. You kept hearing the sounds of the words, but didn't see a form there didn't see a form there was only a voice he declared his covenant to you he commanded you to follow the ten commandments which he wrote on two stone tablets at that time the lord commanded me to teach you statutes and ordinances for you to follow in the land you are about to cross into and possess once again he's given a whole history lesson to the children of israel <clears throat> All right. Worshiping the true God. Diligently watch your verse 15. Diligently watch yourselves because you did not see any form on the day the Lord spoke to you out of the fire at Horeb. So you don't act corruptly and make an idol for yourselves in the shape of any figure, a male or female form or the form of any animal on the earth. Any winged creature that flies in the sky, any creature that crawls on the ground or any fish in the waters under the earth. When you look to the heavens and see the sun, moon, and stars, all the stars in the sky, do not be led astray to bow and worship to them and serve them. The Lord your God has provided them for all people everywhere under heaven. But the Lord selected you and brought you out of Egypt's iron furnace to be a people for his inheritance as you are today. Yeah, there's a scripture that talks about not worshiping the creation Worshiping the creator over the cre creation. Do I want to look that up right now? Nah, y'all can look that up. Google it. Anyway, all right, verse 21. The Lord was angry with me on your account. He swore that I would not cross the Jordan and enter the good land. The Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. I won't be crossing the Jordan because I'm going to die in this land. But you are about to cross over and take possession of the good land. 
be careful not to forget the covenant of the Lord your God that he made with you and make an idol for yourselves in the shape of anything he has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. I'm surprised I don't have that underlined. He is a consuming fire. It's easy to forget that he's still that way. All right. When you have children and grandchildren that have been in the land a long time, and if you act corruptly and make an idol in the form of anything and do what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God, angering him, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that you will quickly perish from the land you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. You will not live long there, but you will certainly be destroyed. The Lord will scatter you among the peoples and you will be reduced to a few survivors among the nations where the Lord your God will drive you. There you will worship man-made gods of wood and stone which cannot see, hear, eat, or smell. But from there you will search for the Lord your God and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. That's a good scripture to remember. When you are in distress and all these things have happened to you in the future, you will return to the Lord your God and obey him. He will not leave you, destroy you, or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them by oath because the Lord your God is a compassionate God. Wow, so good. Indeed, ask about the earlier days that preceded you, preceded you from the day God created mankind on the earth and from one end of the heavens to the other. Has anything like this great event ever happened or has anything like it been heard of? Has a people heard God's voice speaking from the fire as you have and lived? Or has a God attempted to go and take a nation as his own out of the, another nation by trials, signs, trials, signs, wonders and war? By a strong hand and an outstretched arm, by great terrors, as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes. You were shown these things so that you would know that the Lord is God. There is no other besides him. This is so good. All right. He lets I'm gonna let Tony expound on it. I'm just gonna keep reading. Verse 36. He lets you hear his voice from heaven to instruct you. He lets you. <laughs> I gotta underline that too. He showed you his great fire on earth and you heard his words from the fire because he loved your fathers. He chose their descendants after them and brought you out of Egypt by his presence and great power to drive out before you nations greater and stronger than you and to bring you in and give you their land as inheritance as is now taking place. Today, recognize and keep in mind that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. Keep his statutes and commands, which I have given you today, so that you and your children after you may prosper and so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Cities of refuge. Verse 41. Then Moses set apart three cities across the Jordan to the east. Someone could flee there who committed manslaughter, killing his neighbor accidentally, accidentally without previously hating him. He could flee to one of these cities and stay alive. Bezer in the wilderness on the plateau land belonging to the Reubenites. Ramoth and Gilead belonging to the Gadites or Golan and Bashan belonging to the Manasites. So Bezer, Ramoth and Gilead and Golan and Bashan. I'm going to look up this later because I think there's some significance to these locations down the line in the New Testament. 
It's all going to tie together. Introduction to the law. This is the law Moses gave the Israelites. These are the decrees, statutes, and ordinances Moses proclaimed to them after they came out of Egypt across the Jordan in the valley facing Beth Peor in the land of King Sahan of the Amorites. He lived in Heshbon, and Moses and the Israelites defeated him after they came out of Egypt. They took possession of his land in the land of Og, king of Bashan, the two Amorite kings who were across the Jordan to the east from Aurora, on the rim of the Arnon Valley, as far as Mount Sion, that is Hermon, and all the Arabah on the east side of the Jordan, as far as the Dead Sea, below the slopes of Pisgah. Ooh. All right. See what Tony has to say. What she got to say, Tony? All right. The people were to obey God and worship him alone. But in their short time as God's covenant people, Israel had repeatedly failed. Moses reminded them of one example with the mention of Baal Peor. Their Israelite, their Israelite, their Israelite men were enticed into physical in spiritual adultery with Moabite women worshiping the false god Baal. Remember, um, who is the guy's name? Let's see, what is the dude's name? The I'm skip this song because it's turning. I was gonna turn this down because that's singing in it. Hold on a second. There you go. What's the dude's name? The. Uh, what is the guy's name? Um, what is it? Uh, all right. One second. I got to look it up. I keep forgetting. Yeah, I got that's gone. I'm going to kick myself once I remember. Finihas, Finihas, the Nubian. So Finihas, the Nubian went in and killed all dude that was sleeping with that Midianite woman. And also, um, ah, my brain, brain, it's time for me to go to sleep. But what's the dude's name? What's the dude's name? Or what's the guy? What's, what was the deal? Oh, okay. Balaam and Balak. Balaam was the one who told Balak he wouldn't curse the children of Israel as Balak wanted him to but he did tell Balak the secret to basically jack up the Israelites to get them to sleep with the Moabite women women or what was it it was the Moabite women they were sleeping with yeah the Moabite women and then he knew when they slept with them, then they would worship these false gods. There you go. I just had to recap that real quick. The Israelite men were enticed into physical. Yeah. Moses reminded them of one example with the mention of Baal Peor. Their, Israel, their Israelite men were enticed into physical and spiritual adultery with Moabite women, worshiping the false god Baal. God, that's in Numbers 25 and Numbers 31. God destroyed every Israelite who followed Baal. Yet, yeah, in Deuteronomy 4 3. Yet, oh, yeah. The recap of that is mentioned in Deuteronomy 4 3. Yet, Moses made a clear contrast between that group and, and his hearers. 
But you who have remained faithful to the Lord your God are all alive today. Obedient to, obedience to the Lord brings life and blessings. Disobedience brings death and cursing. That's the message of Deuteronomy. Yep, that's the overall message of Deuteronomy. That's why the scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice. Like, it's when, when they were making all those sacrifices of their animals for their sins, God was like, I'd rather you, I want you to obey. Like, sacrifices are just there as a system to cleanse you, but I'd rather you obey. It's kind of like with Jesus. He is our ultimate sacrifice. And it's in light of that sacrifice that he made for us that leads us to obedience. Not perfection, but just a constant like, Lord, show me what there's anything in my heart where I'm not listening to you. Um, where my mind is and my heart yeah, is bent toward disobeying you. Help me to clearly know what you want me to do, to follow you and listen to your word. And obey it. Listen and obey. All right. Uh, this is a wonderful indicator that when you faithfully follow the agenda of your divine king, those who don't know him will take notice that there is something different about your approach to life and will seek to learn about it. Yeah. Humans have an amazing tendency to forget God's goodness and fall into sin again and again. One way to help the people avoid this pitfall involved them regularly teaching God's way to their children and grandchildren. That is, they needed to establish a godly legacy within their homes. Living faithfully as God's people requires that he transmit our faith to our offspring. That we transmit our faith to our offspring. I definitely see my father read his Bible every single morning. And just always praising and worshiping God. That was that trend. And to seeing my mom to faithfully um, love the Lord in her walk with the Lord now. Um, definitely. They say more is caught than taught. So you could tell your kids all kind of things about the importance of having a relationship with God. But demonstrating that and actually walking out the word actually means way more. Um. I'm going through that with my kids right now. I try to figure out a way to incentivize them to read the Bible more and memorize scripture. So I came up with this idea where I just, I'll give them a quarter for every scripture that they memorize. They got to know the chapter and the verse. And um, that's how to be interesting. So uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? The people had been given no image to associate with their deity. God did not reveal himself in a physical form. Therefore, Israel was not to worship physical images. Instead of revealing an image of himself, the Lord revealed his own character and his will for his people in the form of the Ten Commandments. If they truly had reverential awe for him, they would fear disobeying his word. Moses pointed out that on the day Israel entered a covenant with the Lord, they saw no form of the Lord, no shape of a person or animal. To worship an idol in the shape of anything would only corrupt them. The Lord was not to be represented in such a manner. Idolatry is spiritual adultery. A theme that will be highlighted, highlighted throughout the Old Testament. Like a faithful husband whose wife has broken the marriage covenant, 
the Lord expresses righteous jealousy for his people when they turn from his love and their own promises to cozy up to strangers. Moses said, you will search for the Lord your God and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart. This, in fact, is a promise that is still available today. Though you may have strayed far from God, if you turn to him in true repentance, repentance, basically, yeah, turning away from your sin and turning toward God, he will not hide from you, but will allow himself to be found. He is a compassionate God. What should knowledge of the unique and incomparable God drive people of all times to do? To keep his statutes and commands so that we are our, we and our children after us may prosper. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, that you're constantly speaking to us. Help us to, uh, yes, search for you with all our heart and uh, seek you. Seek you and search for you with all our heart and to have a heart to, to obey you, to not disobey you, to not be hard and stubborn. Help us to definitely know your voice and know your, yes, you say your sheep, know your voice. So thank you, Lord. Once again, for this word, pray for those that don't know you, that they will cry out to you. They will ask you into their heart. For your word says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we just pray that whoever yes get to make that commitment to you, that this will be the day of salvation, that this will be the day that they turn from their sin and say, Lord, you are the Lord of my life. You are the shepherd of my soul. And from this day forward, I make you the Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow morning, uh, I'll see what I can do because I got to. Yeah, I got to be up at like six. So we'll see what time I wake up. Uh, I'll try to knock out Deuteronomy 5 when I wake up. God willing. Is there anything else? Nope, that's it. Deuces.